made the playoffs. Probably when D Rose played. Two thousand. Oh, 2017. Zach Levine with the Bulls? Yeah, Zach Levine did go to the Wait, was he at the Bulls at that time? I don't remember. Let me see. Zach Levine, Wikipedia. Yeah, his first year at the Bulls. I think. Are you sure? That was in 2017-2018 season. Let me see. Because you know how the seasons be like starting. Yeah, no, nah, he never he never played in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm just nervous for that, bro. I don't know though. I think I think Zach Levine, the reason why he's so underrated, because he's he never actually, played in playoffs. He's that's never the thing, played that's in playoffs. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think, waiting for I, this. Yeah, I don't think it makes him a worse basketball player. I'm just yeah. saying. It only sucks because, like, when I think about Devin Booker, Devin Booker, to me, two years, if you ask me about Devin Booker two years ago, or even maybe just a year ago, I would just say he's a really good rising star. Because he had never played a meaningful game of basketball in his life. Like, it's just like you don't, when you, all basketball fans remember is what happened recently. You know what I'm saying? And the playoffs is always the most recent basketball going into an offseason, going into the season. So, like, when when a guy like Zach Levine or D-Book didn't play in the last 30-something games, it's like, okay, like, they're just really good players to you. And what's crazy, they might be better than some of these dudes who play in the playoffs. Yeah. We just don't remember just because we haven't gotten to see them there. So, I just hope Zach Levine is literally as good in the regular season as he is in the playoffs or some form of that. Yeah. We'll see. What do you, what's your final prediction? Do you think he's going to? Shine like like a like a small like yes or no. Do you think he's gonna uh, I'm look sorry. up to the height? I, I think it has nothing to do with him. I think Zach Levine's gonna play great. I think he's gonna average 25 points a game in the playoffs. I don't think we're gonna have any questions about that. I just think the Bulls, dude. I was watching Giannis play against the Lakers and AD had no answers. <laughs> I was watching KD do what he do. He doesn't even care if James Harden's playing terrible. He's still gonna score 35 on you. Man. You know what I'm saying? I was watching Jimmy Butler in the heat. Not even, fuck Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero's playing the best basketball of his career right now. Kyle Lowry's over there. Um, what, they got They got somebody, Bam Adebayo's playing well. They, got they even got, they got Depot, but he's hurt right yeah, now. Yeah, Depot's going to come off the injury. You got Jimmy Butler over there, and they still got the other, what's the other white boy shooter? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. And I'm just like, bro, and they're playoff tested. They played in a championship. Kyle Lowry is an NBA champion. And that nigga, and as as much as I hate to say it, PJ Tucker's an NBA champion too. So yeah. he's he's over on that side. Yeah. So it's like I'm not even trying to say, oh, the Bulls aren't good. No, they're good as hell. I think and, and Zach Levine's still young. Lonzo's still young. DeMar DeRozan has a couple years to be good. N- N- Nikola Vucevic, I think you can trade him down the line and get a younger big. Like I think three, three, two, three years from now, we'll definitely have that in that conversation. Just right today. The East is actually deeper than it used to be. Deep. Because, like, the fact, like... But Trey Young. I didn't even say Trey Young and the Hawks, like... You or you didn't even say the number one team in the East. Oh. The Wizards. Oh, yeah. There you go. They, they have the number one team. I, I, I still, like... I think out of, all, like, most of the recent years I've watched basketball, that's the most surprising thing I've, I've ever witnessed in my life, I think. Like, because yeah, no, you, you break down the roster... 
you look at the team before the season and but you look at it and you're like that's a good team they have a good they have a good all-around scorer with actually a, a way above average out of Spencer Dinwiddie you have an exceptional all-around scorer out of Bradley Beal you got a defensive anchor out of Montrez you got an all-around player in Kuz a sharp shooter out of uh, KCP and you got the smaller bench player that you got Rui you got Danny, you Frank Mello mm-hmm. oh, yeah yeah Neto mm-hmm. but the number one team in the East yeah that's crazy even the hornets like man this nba like you said this shit is weird who's your um who's your uh finals prediction man i started the season and said warrior steph curry's been playing the best basketball of his life you think so well it's it's even better because now that like if you think about it 2015-16 right i actually go with the year before that before they even won the chip Mark Jackson was like, these are the best two shooters to ever play the game. And people laughed at him, right? But it's because their system, they didn't, they didn't know their system yet. So like when they won in 15, 16, they kind of knew what they would do. Then they got KD, they didn't have to do much. But then KD left and like Steve Kerr really mastered exactly what their philosophy is. Screen, rescreen, cut, backdoor cut, back screen, that like handoff. Dude, like it's so much movement. The system is way better than Curry's actual prime years in like 16, 17, 15, 16. It's better now. The system is, it got better. And Steph Curry, like he just, like he doesn't shoot any worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the system's better. The guys understand the system. And then you added young players who grew up in the system now. Clay Thompson hasn't even come back. Jordan Poole's averaging 16 points a game. Andrew Wiggins averaging 15 points a game. Draymond Green is av- looks like he can do a triple-double every day. Fucking Andre Iguodala's playing like he's young again. He's dunking a basketball. Damian Lee, they got that whole boy. Yeah. Toscano, I think. Mm-hmm. And they got Gary Payton Jr. Gary like- Payton Jr. The je- the um His name, it's like a, his last name is like a B&J, Bijelovich, Jella. Oh, I know you're talking about the white, the white dude. Bielitsa. He's good. James Wiseman hasn't come back. Dude, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, is not is Nico on a two-way deal over there? Or is he on that roster, too? Oh, Mannion? Sure. Mannion. Yeah, Nico He went Mannion. to Italy. He went to Italy. Oh, he's not in the league anymore. Mm-mm. He got a bigger deal in Italy. Oh, man. That was one of my favorite players. But um, the great – I was actually talking to someone about that. Um, it's They were talking about how this team kind of resembles – the 2015 Warriors before they were the super team. And but when you think about it, but they mastered the system now. Mastered it. Like they have they have shooters out in that bitch. Like back then they had Clay, they had Leonardo Barbosa was a was the decent spot of shooter. And then they had Steph, obviously. But everyone else really couldn't shoot. Now, man, they spread the floor for real. The small ball. I mean, and they got Wiseman, who's a decent, like, deep threat as far as, like, mid-range. Mm-hmm. Got a rebounder, defender. And then I, you have Jonathan Kaminga, a grown-ass man. Uh, deep on the bench. Deep. Once he gets once he gets into his game, I don't think people understand. Once he actually gets in the groove of this NBA shit, it's clips for everyone in the NBA, bro. Say goodbye. Yeah, and, and, and like the Lakers, bro, the Lakers were one of the favorites coming in. It's just they have too many holes. 
And it's not, I don't think the whole, bro, like Stephen A was talking about, it's not LeBron's fault. It's not going to be AD's fault when they lose. It's not going to be either one. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch the playoffs, see LeBron lose this year and count it against him. Because I'm going to be like, well, you, they just gave you a team with too many holes, bro. Like Malik Monk is a guy that you need to score 10 to 15 a game. Well, okay. I'm, I'm actually like, for me, I don't think it's. I don't think it's too many. For me, I think it's the opposite. Not the opposite, but I don't think the holes are the problem. And honestly, I don't think we really have holes. I feel like we cover everything, but I feel like they put the, they filled the right holes with the wrong people. Like they brought, like you said, they brought Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, uh, Wayne Ellington, and let me say Trevor Ariza to fill the certain holes that the other people that are out in uh, Washington are thriving off of off of a whim there is no certainty in either of those four players are named ellington nunn um uh ariza. monk and ariza that they are gonna ball out and they're all off of whims there's no certainty out of any of those so it's like and even russ russ is an uncertainty i don't care who's watching i don't care how big of a russ fan you are russ is an uncertainty and it's proven russ is a I will say this, Russ is, Russ is a superstar. He is an NBA superstar. But how do you take a superstar off of a team that made it to the playoffs last year? They made it. They made it through the playing game. But that same team yeah. is number one in the East. How does that happen? There's oh a problem God. within Russ on every team. Russ is the problem. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. Russ is a problem, along with the other holes that we haven't fixed. But Russ is the main problem. I'm, and I'm glad you're yeah. saying it because I'm going to have to say like this, bro, for everyone that's watching. If you think Russell Westbrook, like, if you think he's ever been, like, the best point guard in basketball, dude, you don't watch the game. Like, you literally, there's no way you watch the game. It, Like, I promise you, you do not watch it. If you have, if you're a Russell Westbrook fan and you've been following his career and you think it's been the team that's been the issue or the other players around him, let me remind you, KD, Russell Westbrook, James Harden playing on the same team. They made the NBA Finals. Go watch that NBA Finals. Russell Westbrook didn't show up. They traded away James Harden. James Harden went and thrived in Houston. Houston. They KD left. He won chips. They bring in Paul George and <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. They get bumped in the first round two straight years. And you know something else that people don't people forget about? What? Sabonis, Oladipo, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Schroeder all thrived. All same roster. All thrived when they left Russ. All thrived. Okay. Then Russ goes back to play with Harden, right? That Harden, those years before Russ got there, Harden was tweaking. He was actually tweaking. <laughs> there were debates, like they were saying, if Harden's a point guard, he's arguably the best one in basketball. Yeah. He was tweaking. He comes there. Nothing gets done. Then he goes to the Wizards. They squeeze. They squeeze into the. <laughs> into the. <laughs> they squeeze into the playoff, bro. Like this playing game. Did they even win a single game? I think they won one game against the Sixers. Yes, bro. And Russell Westbrook, mind you, has always said to be considered a top five point guard, playing alongside a guy who's arguably the best shooting guard in the game when Clay Thompson's out. Okay, he leaves there. The Wizards become what? The number one seed in the East. All they gave Bradley Beal was Spencer Dinwiddie and a, a bunch of spare parts. Dude. Yes. 
And now they're number one in the East. Okay, so now you take um, Westbrook, you put him on the Lakers, a championship team before he before he got there. He was leading. The, I think he might still be leading the league in turnovers. Oh, he is. Patrick. Like if you're if you're a Westbrook fan and you're watching this dude, you have to at some point sit down. Guys always say, but a triple double, who can do that? I'm like, okay, well, let me name you players that can do it if they felt like it. LeBron James, I promise you, any at any point in his career could have averaged a triple double. Any point, including this year. If KD felt like getting the rebounds, because he scores the ball so damn well, if he felt (laughs) like getting the rebounds, KD could also average a triple double. Yes, bro. No, it's and it's like I don't think like you like you said when you brought up LeBron, like I don't think un, people understand. Like, okay, Russ getting the triple double, I will say it's pretty remarkable. But it's I don't impressive. think people understand how LeBron is so good and is such an all around good player. Literally, like you said, he would probably have a triple double, and I'm not even exaggerating. He would probably go four seasons straight if he wanted to get a triple double every game. Yeah. 50 out of the 82 games on average, four seasons in a row, he yeah. would get a triple-double, bro, every game. And, it's and just that's not his goal. It's not. Russell Westbrook, I don't care if Russell Westbrook says, I don't I don't go out, I don't look for <laughs> – Russell Westbrook <laughs> is trying to get that triple-double every he is. game. Yeah, and I'm glad you said it's not his goal because then this is what I tell people is the counter-argument for a guy like Russell Westbrook and a lot of guys who are considered to be superstars today. My argument is who wants to win the basketball game? That's it. That's the difference between a lot of guys who are early 2000s players, 90s players, 2010s players, and today's mm-hmm. players. The biggest difference nowadays is who wants to win the basketball game. Yes. And we've seen so many good young guys go out and get their stats. No one's going to question you when you get your stats. But eventually, by the time you turn 25, 26, 27, people, they don't pay attention to that for you anymore. You yeah. got your stats. We know you're a good player. Trey Young made it to the playoffs. He made it to the to the um, semifinals of the well, the Eastern Conference Finals. They will never judge him off of how many points he can score off in a game anymore. Dude. They, Dude. they, Patrick, he's having a decent season. He played against Curry. Damn near had thirty. Yeah, they will he's never twenty four exactly. But he lost the game. They will never judge him ever again on what he can do individually. You know what I'm saying with Westbrook. He, the first year he got the triple-double, that was the year everyone was like, wow. The next year he got it, it was like, okay, all right. Let's go. The next year he got it, there everyone was just like, okay. You've lost in the first round. The first year, one year you didn't make the playoff. You lost in the first round two years straight, and we gave you superstars. Has he? Has he? No, I mean, I know for a fact he couldn't go to the second round by himself. I know that for a fucking fact. I would put my whole life onto it. Last time he made it to the second round was with Carden, right? Mm-hmm. And they made it to the conference finals, if I'm not mistaken, I think. They made it to the second round. They lost to the Lakers. Oh, yeah, the second round. And then, and then the Trailblazers ended up playing the Lakers in the um, conference finals that year. See, it's like, I don't know, man. It's it, mm-hmm. And it really would hurt people. But, like, as far as, like, overall, like, there's so many point guards better than him. Lamelo is better and, than and, Russ, and it, this and it's crazy because the treatment is not exclusive to Russ. I think it's the same thing with Damian Lillard. We'll never judge him off of how many um, points he can score in a game anymore. We know how good Dame is. He's made yeah. it to the conference finals twice. He will only get judged if he either goes to the finals or wins the championship. That's it. Giannis, yeah. remember Giannis is back to back MVPs, and I was still calling him trash because yeah. it didn't matter anymore. 
it didn't matter anymore, bro. And I think people be forgetting that about basketball. You can do so much individually, but if you stay, the, if the result is always the same, no one's going to care anymore, bro. No Except for the diehard Russ fans. Exactly. Or, and I hate to say it, but the people who don't know basketball are going to care. The people who don't know basketball are going to care. Oh, my God, he had 30 again. Oh, my God, he had 30 again. His matchup scored 25 on him. He's not winning. No like his, <laughs> he's not winning basketball games, bro. Like his team is on, like bro. 41 and 40. Yeah. And I hate to be the Scrooge, but that's that's one of the reasons why Brian is so good. Brian knows how to win games. Kobe is so good. Kobe knows how to win games. And guess what? Kobe was doing it on some inefficient shit a lot of times. <laughs> People were mad. Dude. Oh, he's not passing the ball. He's da, 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 da. Oh, his stats, this look bad. He he can win a basketball game. That's why he's he's, he's winning him. games. Like obviously he went through a spell, but yeah, Russell can't even win games. Can't win games, bro. So it's that simple. Russell Westbrook. Ugh. Yeah, let's just yeah, let's just get off that topic for right now. <laughs> um, but that um we're here now. Um you know, you know, and we 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 have to discuss this magic and curry debate. The, the magic curry. Yes, bro, because I need I I need y'all to hear this. I need <laughs> so. All right, so the magic, the magic curry debate. Me and yes. Kevin were having a debate about the greatest point guard of all time. We each have our own solidified, um, mm. solidified positions. We're not here to change any of that. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you why I know who the number one uh, point guard is all time. Okay. And why he thinks whoever he thinks is number one, which is ugh. But <laughs> you want to start, or should I go for? Can I say one small thing before you you go? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say this, man. I And I, I I, truly, I'm not saying this to ever say Steph Curry is not that good. Yeah. The only reason why I just can't agree with it is the same. And with LeBron, it's actually less for me with LeBron and Jordan. I actually think LeBron is really, truly up there. So I actually try not to debate it as much. But with the, the Magic and Steph debate, the only thing that rubs me the wrong way is I don't feel it. I just don't feel it. When guys say who's the greatest point guard of all time, yes, Curry comes in the conversation, but it doesn't feel like he actually is. Something's just off. Okay, I'll agree with you. And wait, were you done? I didn't, I didn't mean yeah, yeah, that's wrong. all I wanted to say before you went. Okay, I, actually, I'm agree with you in that way. It's not as like a, because even um, even to an extent, even though we know it's Jordan, like a Kobe Jordan debate will even be like. You know what I mean? Like, it'll still be there. Like, it's like, yeah, I can exactly. still feel that. But but when I think of point guards, it's almost like they're so even or it's like it could go either way, depending on which way you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to feel something unless you have a solidified position, which is as we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I will. OK, so. I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. I think magic. Okay, I'm gonna start with Curry actually. So I the reason I think Curry's the greatest point guard of all time is just <clears throat> Curry's done something that actually I feel like no basketball player has ever, ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only other player that I could think of that was ever doing this was Braun and, and Jordan. They at, at at a certain point in, in in their careers, they were so good that they were literally only able to compete with themselves because no one else was in their round. If you look at some of these Curry stats, he's literally only competing against himself. The stat where the most threes in 15 games, 
You know who the top three are? Oh. Curry. It's just Curry, Curry, Curry and Curry. Curry's – the three seasons, the most threes into 15 games, all three of them are Curry. I just don't think that Magic does anything – because there's arguable that he's not the greatest facilitator of all time. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's facilitators that are closer to him. There are people that probably – he transcended passing, but there's people that probably are close to passing better than him. Curry is arguably just as as much of a winner as Magic. You can argue that Magic did not – in his prime did not have the competition that Curry did. Um, you in, in the MVPs, you can argue that the players in the league in their prime weren't there. Like, it was Magic – it was Bird, but I think was Carl Malone even in his prime at that time? Because Magic and Bird, Magic think, and Bird I think, were. I think it was the Moses Malone for him. Yeah, so like Moses Malone, Malone uh, Bird, what Dr. J, kind of. Yeah, towards the Dr. J was towards the end. Kinda. Kyle, but see, that's the Clyde thing. Drexler, Clyde Drexler was better in the '80s than he was in it, like arguably. Okay, so like yeah, Clyde Drexler, Dominique. Um, See, it's like we can't even scramble the players in my defense. Basically, what I'm trying to say is mm. Steph is better for the pure fact that he's doing what he's doing in an era where there's a lot of competition. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a lot of teams that, are, that can dispute and that can kind of – they've been studying what he's doing, his, his scoring scheme, for the last five, five years, I would say, maybe even six, and they still can't figure him out. It's like there's no one doing anything that – there's no one doing anything close to what he's doing right now. Yeah. And it's not anything that's, you know, that's, that's, that's my, that's my starting. Okay. I would say that the reason why, okay. To, to break it down, um, Steph is better because no one can do what he does. Yes. I Point blank period. I and he can do everything that magic can do. My in the argument, respectable fields. Okay. In the respectable field. I, my argument for the, because the thing is, there was a time I was almost sold that Steph Curry might have been um, the best PG in the game. And then I'll never forget, they made a list. It was the top five point guards. They put Chris Paul number five. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, he played in one finals. This was after he played in the one finals, right? And I was like, how can Chris Paul be the, the fifth best point guard of all time? Right? Because like, I, in my head, there's better players technically. But then I realized there's a difference between the better player and the better point guard. If I were making the all-time team, right, for five, like just five guys on the floor, let's say you did Shaq or Akeem, right, as your five and your four, or maybe Kareem, you do Bron as your three, you do Jordan as your two, or Kobe as your two. Your one is the guy that's going to give them the ball. I'm not sure if I really want Steph Curry there. Also, because your one is going to guard the other one too. So then it's like... And it sucks to say this, but it's like Magic ran, Magic played on one of the most stacked teams in his era. Steph Curry played on one of the most stacked teams in his era. Who ran the show better? Magic Johnson ran the Lake Show. He took Van Exel. He took my, was it my bad? Not Van Exel. He took. Van Exel was on that team though. Oh, he was on. Okay. So he took Van Exel. He took James Worthy. He took Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and whoever the hell else. And he turned a bunch of players, great players, into arguably one of the greatest teams ever. Steph Curry, I don't think he ever turned his team into the greatest team ever. I felt like it was just assembled that way. 
Do you see what I'm saying? So then if I okay. took, if I took, if I took Clay Thompson, arguably a top five shooter and KD and that same roster, or if I take the all-time team five and you ask me who I want to play point guard for them, I'm probably going to pick Magic. Steph Curry can score the ball with the best one and he can still pass. I'm not taking away from his passing. Steph Curry could also facilitate, but his facilitation is more gravitational. It's because you're guarding him that niggas get open. Like Andrew Wiggins will be so open on a three because they're guarding Steph. Magic Johnson, that's not his game. You don't run out on a closeout, but he creates it. Like he actually creates it himself versus it's the perception of Steph Curry's shot that gets people open. Magic Johnson gets you open. You see what I'm saying? So then if you ask me who I want to play point guard for the top five basketball players of all time, between Magic and Steph, I'm putting Magic on the squad for sure. Okay. Okay. I think I think I, I think I cracked the code, bro. I think yeah. So because I, I actually now that that you pointed out that way, as a point guard, like who's the better point guard? It's Magic. I would as far as overall things that all a point guard has to do, like a floor mm. general, um get get players a ball, score when they need to, make sure everyone isn't exactly where they need to be. That's it probably is magic. But like the re, the way I was looking at it is like within the point guard category, who's the best player out who's of Who's the best of player? Yeah. And then I and then and then for me is 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 Curry. But I, yeah. When you when I you have, say what'd you say? I was gonna say I have one thing though, one discrepancy with Steph Curry, which I don't quite see with Magic. What is and it? So Magic, Magic, his rival was Larry Bird. And then at the end of the, his career, he played against Michael Jordan and he lost, right? But him and Bird would trade championships, but they didn't have to really meet each other unless they both made it to the championship, in which they would trade wins and losses. But like Bird is arguably, you feel me? In his position, Bird is arguably top five easily. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then when I look at Curry, if you look at Curry's rivals, there have been times where it's been questionable when whether he was the best point guard in the game. And the guy who was giving it to him was Kyrie Irving. People, and there are still guys, I still have friends, you still have friends to this day that will argue Kyrie Irving. In his prime, there was a time it was tied up 1-1 between the two. If Curry doesn't get KD, we don't know if he wins these next two and gives him three today. If Kyrie stays with LeBron, we don't know if they end up winning another one or two. They got lucky that KD was hurt coming into Kyrie's first year because maybe that's a championship too. Like, I feel like it very easily, Patrick, could have been you arguing Kyrie Irving today and me arguing Magic Johnson. Because there was a time truly, bro, where people legitimately questioned whether Curry was better than Kyrie. Because Kyrie, but man. I just think, okay, I, def I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Because there are definitely times in the deep, deep in the playoffs, Curry's just not there. Not. But I will say it's, 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 it's almost hard to even, like, Put anywhere any anybody close to those two, Curry and I mean Curry and <clears throat> Magic, just for the pure fact that I mean, to me Curry's like Curry's like a Kanye West. I literally don't think we'll ever see another Stephen Curry to 
You don't think Trey Young is something close? Yeah, I mean, he's close, but until he starts breaking, like, his own records. Yeah. Like, I just don't, like, for Curry to do what he did in 2015, I mean, that, that we, we've literally never seen a basketball player like that ever in our existence. We've never seen a 6'3", 150-pound um, point guard literally making grown men, like, furious off the court. Like, if you, you, you have you seen, like, the – the interviews that people had when they realized the Warriors were garbage, like after they they lost KD and then Clay got hurt and then Steph, they were like they had like a horrible season. Remember, like they like they were interviewing the teams, like how they felt about the Warriors, and niggas were actually genuinely like waiting for their revenge on the Warriors on Stephen Curry because Stephen Curry made them look so stupid in certain games. Like he would run around the court like dancing and like laughing in their <laughs> face, like on the court, like. We've never seen a player make basketball look so easy ever. Yeah. I think he's made basketball look the easiest out of anyone ever, just for the pure fact that he would go out and have fun. But to to my point, I just think like, yeah, Kyrie and Curry definitely were playing on the same level at a certain time in the finals. But if you ask me who I want on my team, I'm gonna say Ky- Curry 100 times over. For sure. And it's, for me, it's not. I'm not. I'm. It's hard for me to say this, but it's not close. I'm not. I'm not even hesitating. I wouldn't even think about yeah, it. I was hoping Kyrie came back for real and they won two chips because then he would actually be in the same category as Steph. He would be. It's just he, for me, for some reason, Kyrie doesn't have any tools to win by himself. He's an exceptional ball handler. I think he's the best. I think he's a top five overall finisher of all time, and I think oh, he's the best point guard finisher of all time too. But I just don't think there's anything. I think it's his mental that that hinders him. I've always said I've always said Kyrie is bigger than basketball. Kyrie's an ex, obviously one of the greatest basketball players to ever play. But I just think I don't think this is exactly what he wants to do, bro. And I don't think as crazy as it sounds, I don't think God put him on earth to play basketball. I think Kyrie is meant for so much more than just basketball, yeah. and he's always been on that ever since the finals. How do you feel like then with his current situation? Because I, I I supported him at first, right? If yeah. you don't want to do something, this has nothing to do with being Democrat, Republican, Black, White. If you like as a human being, bro, if you don't want to do something, I don't think you someone should make you have to do it, right? No, yeah, I think I, so too. I, I don't. I just believe. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, you're good. But I was just gonna say, I think though, I feel like he got his message, right? But I'm like, well. You do play basketball for a living, right? And you work yeah. so hard at the craft. And sure, let's say you abandon it, but it's just like, is he not coming back? Like, what is he about to no. like? Because if he doesn't come back, is he still? Because because if your platform was basketball and you don't come back to basketball, then what exactly is your platform? You're just the nigga that retired now. See, that's it. Like, I think. Me personally, what I think he should do, unless because I really haven't heard anything from him or like the NBA, like in talks of like, like meeting halfway for anything. It seems like they're both far right and far left as far as the situation, not politically. But I don't think there's going to be a resolution to any of this. And I don't think Kyrie's going to give in. And I don't think the government and the NBA are going to give in. So it's like at this point, I think. I think Kyrie should just retire. But like you said, I support Kyrie. Like, 
I, I believe I believe that players shouldn't be required to have a vaccine. I believe that they should be able to play without it. Because, I mean, you're going to get – you can get COVID with the vaccine. So that's the thing that blows me, first of all. I'm not going to get political, though. But <laughs> I think – yeah, I, I, I think he should just um, retire. He's doing him no good. I think he has other stuff that he should be doing. And I know he would le- let, let his teammates down, but I genuinely just don't think Kyrie is enjoying basketball as he used to, as much as he used to. I think he's just doing it now just because he's good and he said that he's loved it. I feel like he should come back, win an NBA championship, and then you can talk as much shit as you want. But then he would have to compromise on all his morals, all everything that he believed in. Because yeah. he can't come back unless he takes that vaccine. Yeah, but he said he wasn't like an anti-vaxxer. He didn't really mind the vaccine. He said he just doesn't like the concept that niggas can't work or niggas can't do shit in the city without it. But, te- but in a way that technically makes him a... It doesn't make him an anti-vaxxer as far as like... As far as like the, you know, the term anti-vaxxer. But yeah. he is literally anti-vaccine at this point. Like okay. as far as the NBA. So like he is anti-vaccine when it comes to playing in the NBA. And that, I mean... Yeah. Unless everything that he just said was um, a, a blip and he's like, you know what, I will come back, which is fine because people go back on their word. But the way that Kyrie's portraying this and I know the type of person he is, I just don't see him folding, which is yeah. what, he, what he should do. He seems really what... stubborn to a degree. And and, and, stubborn, and don't get it confused. I think stubbornness can be a good thing. I truly yeah. Do. But he does seem very stubborn and like, I'm sure niggas have been like, I'm sure KD's called him and been like, nigga come back we got the coach for you bro i i traded here for you dude the fuck are you doing yeah no that's the thing i i don't think i i don't agree with him holding out because if you're not if you're not planning on getting the vaccine i don't even know why you're still in the situation they told you that they're not going to do anything i haven't really seen or heard anything or i haven't heard anything i haven't been paying that much of attention i haven't heard of anything like him doing like protests or like trying to come up with amends or like like doing like crazy shit. You know what I mean? Cause like if nothing's gonna happen, I don't think the NBA is just gonna wake up and be like, we miss Kyrie. I think we're just gonna just he had a he had a an exemption case going on with the NBA. Oh, he did. So he he had a no, they they were like, fuck no, bro. We know you're not Muslim on no weird shit, bro. Like oh, <laughs> uh, wait, what do you mean exemption case? So there's like COVID, there's like religious exemptions for vaccination. Oh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? To sneak in. <laughs> yeah, he tried to get in on some, yo, bro, I've been believing in this, Um, whatever. I don't need it. They was like, Kyrie, nigga, no. And that's that's sad. But off the topic of basketball, though, how have you been, man? I've been good, bro. I've just been chilling. Yeah. I don't know. It's been like, it's weird, a weird little headspace. But what do you, what do you mean? I'm... It's like confusing. I'm not like I'm not like I'm confused. I'm not like I'm not extremely happy. I'm not extremely angry, extremely sad, or I'm not depressed or any of that. You just it's just confused. You know what I mean? Like yeah. What about you? Like how do you how you? That's a right good now? way to describe it. Lately, I've been having mixed emotions. That's what I would probably call it. Like yeah, it's, I'm I'm grateful to be alive. I'm happy to be alive for sure. Yeah, I've gotten I've won some things. I've lost some things. And I've gotten some opportunities, not gotten opportunities. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, it's like, so what? 
you just like, so what about it? You know what I'm saying? You get something yeah. nice. Cool, man. I got that thing. I guess. I think, I think for you, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like read your mind or like trying to yeah. tell you something that you don't see, <laughs> but I think for you, since yeah. you're doing so much shit, I think you're doing like, bro, you, you got so much shit going on. Like, and, and besides about, even the yeah. shit, mm-hmm. what'd you say? I'm, I'm about to quit everything, by the way. Really? Oh my God. Patrick. But see, but like, see, like, look, like, you're you're the um you're the tra- you're the treasurer in your in your hip hop yeah, club right vice president you're the treasurer in your hip hop club mm-hmm. you're the you're the senator of your school yeah and, and your student body government you got your are you 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 got your job or is that still your internship because I know I just got board. I just got I actually didn't tell you yet I haven't really announced it. I just got a job though starting in the summer with Fifth Third Bank see, bro but see I look I haven't accepted it yet though so. Yeah. You 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 got full time job offers, but me saying all of this, like you work out, you eat healthy, you wake up on time, you 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 keep yourself accountable with all this stuff. Oh. But I think with you right now, since you're doing so much and you're trying everything, yeah, you just don't know what like will make you genuinely happy since you're doing everything. That's a. Great it's not that you're not doing enough. It's just like I'm doing so much, and none of this is really like making me satisfied. What will satisfy me? And for me. Mm-hmm. it's What's the that? opposite i don't think i'm doing enough there's a lot of stuff that i know i could be going harder in, and mm-hmm. it's like i'm not doing i'm not doing that and it's, as far as my brand is just i don't want to like you like we were talking about yesterday i don't want to release crap like yeah, absolutely absolutely i didn't come into this to be the best designer or even the best designer in georgia or even the best designer out of gwinnett county I did it because I wanted to have fun, but at the same time, I also, this is a part of me too. Like, this is my creative process. I don't want to jeopardize my creative process just because people want something or because I have to keep up an image. Um, we haven't potted in a long time. So that's another thing. Yeah. Um, this school stuff, bro, you already know how that goes. That junk is ridiculous. That junk is so, so crazy. We going to get to the school shit. So. so crazy. These internships, I haven't been applying. It's just, yeah. Just stuff I know I could be doing better. And it's like, I'm almost like a deer in the headlights right now. You know, what's that's crazy, why though? it's like mixed. You know, what's crazy. I like that. We're kind of on opposite spectrums because I think it should show people there's not happiness on either one. Cause Patrick, one. I promise to God, you can start busting your ass and everything. And, and guess what? Your stress levels are probably going to pick up. Anxiety is going to pick up because you're going to be like, fuck, 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 fuck. I got to stay on top. I got to stay on top because that's where I be. That's kind of where I felt like I was this semester. I got to stay on top. I got to stay on top. And then you realize very quickly, what are you working towards? What are you competing against? And what's actually building and shit like that? And what matters? Like what just matters? Right. So like if we're going to be honest, bro, Patrick, a lot of shit don't matter. (laughs) A lot. Like, dude, you can go to school, get great grades. That's great, bro. And get job offers and shit like that. That's great, bro. Shit still quite don't matter. And I don't say it don't matter to be ungrateful, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that I got. But like the impact, you may not really feel it. Like you're just not going to feel it. And so that's where working on yourself, I feel like becomes the biggest thing. Because part of the reason why I'm like, I don't want to do as much next semester is because like I have this whole whiteboard in front of me. Kevin, you don't be having time to play piano. Kevin, you don't be having time to work on the podcast. You don't be having time to to read books and get smarter on my own. 
because I'm engulfed in so much shit. And it and into to the outside perspective, people are cheering you on. Oh my God, good job, good job, good job. And you're like, well, I don't feel anything. Dude, that's like, I mean, now it's like obviously I have the people like that are always gonna be like, like you like to your point, you're always gonna have those people that are like, oh my God, like that look on the outside end and like, man, like he's like, he's living. <laughs> But little, just little do they know it's never like that. And I know, I know celebrities can, can testify to that the most. Like yeah. niggas would think, cause I think when DeMar left, um, I always think about this. When DeMar left the Raptors, Toronto, he said he went into like a deep, deep depression. And, and it's and, like people are. And, and as a person who's like broke, it's like how? Right, you, you know what worth, I mean. You're worth a hundred plus million dollars. You got a nice house in California. You're playing the the best sport in the world. Anybody would kill for your position, and you fell into depression. How? Is because none of that shit that we will attain will ever solve anything for us. Because even for me, I'd be thinking it's gonna be the success, right? I'm gonna win something, and it, that's gonna cure all my shit. I'm going to be cool when I win, right? When I make my money, when I get the job, or when I get to the Bro, you get it, and it's just another day. It's because you actually you actually didn't work on yourself, bro. That's the whole thing. You actually didn't work on yourself the whole time. So it's like, you're you're you. We actually, as a society, might be fucking ourselves up, especially with social media, because now our whole perception of what's gonna make us happy is money, success, you know, lust, like women, men. It's everything else that is outside of you, dude. It's like. I'm, I'm, I hopefully I don't butcher this, but mm -hmm. I was, I was watching a, a Prince video on IG and he was saying like, he said the human race, we're, we're at war. And he said the battlefield is our mind and the prize is our soul. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're not, we're not at war with any of these, like, with any of these high paying jobs that we seek after college, or we're not <laughs> after any of these cars that we be seeing on IG or any of the positions that we see like from our favorite rappers or our favorite nba players it's mm -hmm. like once you're comfortable with the person that you see in the mirror every single day the person that that you're gonna ride in the car with drive do the work that you have to do with every single day you're really not gonna feel that complete happiness yeah you know what i mean it's not gonna happen just with anything else it's got to be just by yourself so then the and question then becomes like philosophers be asking bro it's like it's an existential crisis. So it's like, then you have to ask yourself, what will bring you that feeling of fulfillment? Because I think regardless of culture, regardless of religion, race, that is every place in the world, people are trying to find a way to have a fulfilling life. And some people think they know what it is. Some people acknowledge they don't want to know what it is. And I think there's a very few people who have found something that actually can cure it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what is that thing? I have no idea what it is. I I think it's tailored differently for everyone. I'm going to say like mm. for me, because I've been slacking on both of these. Um, I remember I was telling you I was going to that trainer aunt, right? Yeah. yeah. When I was go when I was going to when I was when I was working out regularly and when I was meditating regularly. I go back to those times and I'm like, that's, that's probably the, the happiest I've ever been. Cause like 2020 from like April, I'd say to December, it's probably the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. And that's when I was doing those things, like 
consistently. Nowadays, I'm not really doing those things consistently. And I'm pretty happy. Like I'm, I, I have some happy days, but I also have a lot of confused and mixed feeling days. But I realize the days when I do both of those, if I don't do anything else, those are the days I'm the happiest. So for me, yeah. that's where usually I find my fulfillment. So I think with everyone else is tailored for, like, I know you have like a day if you do something or if you do a set of things in a row or in that one day, you know, that day's going to be a good day, whether something yeah. crazy happens, you you're going to overcome that because you did that. Yeah. You know, like, what, what's I, it for you? I think what it is for me, because I look back on the hard times, because it's funny, sometimes the hard times be some of the better times that you ever had. It do. So like, be, but it's because you were doing something consistently, like you mentioned. So like, I was thinking back to this past summer. I hated this past summer. I, it's, when I was in the DMV, like, granted, like, I, I love being around my family, like my sister, my mom and shit like that. But I had an internship I didn't really like. And I had to go to that every morning. But I made sure I worked out every day. I worked out every day. I read every day. And I worked on, like, my personal stuff that I wanted to work on every day. Whether it was, like, like our network, shit like that. I worked on those three things every day. Re reading, working out, and basically if I anything I want to work on. And it's crazy. I considered those times to be terrible, but I actually enjoyed it a lot. Like I was truly, I felt really at peace. Like my girlfriend came into town, like I felt good. Like I was so happy. I was just hanging out with my sister, stuff like that. And now I feel like I'm in a better situation. And I've had more stuff come to me and given to me and opportunities. And I don't feel quite the best about it now. So I feel like I'm right now over this break, I'm actually going to try and get back to literally, I wrote down like read 30 minutes a day, work out every day, work on something you want to work on right and then yeah stuff like that i like that yeah and like you said like it's mm -hmm. it's a shit that you want to do no one's making you do it exactly it's, it's not school it's not work and, and and what's crazy is maybe there should be a maybe this is a, some type of societal imagine if we had a society where people worked on what they wanted to work on imagine that and you got paid for it so now no one ever feels like they're working it's man no one says i have to go to work no 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 you got up this morning you, you took care of your body you took care of what you're doing and you began to work on what you wanted to work on you got paid for that i think in certain um certain societies that could definitely work out but i just think there's so many like like china's such a capitalistic society that yeah no matter whatever happens they could never do that because china wouldn't be china it would literally just crumble to the ground yeah we wouldn't if, do what we are Capital, you know I mean? they, capitalism it inspires competition so like unfortunately that's the word that we live in it's tough the holidays though pat the holidays are coming man i know you you buying that christmas gift for um for yeah, i don't know no. I'm, I'm leaving it up in the um i for like my moms my, my dad my uh, brother my family your grandma yeah i'm glad we could we need to talk about the holiday because you're a single dude i'm a guy in a relationship christmas holidays thanksgiving two different things for both of yeah. us yeah like take me through because yeah. i i don't remember anymore even it's only been a year but i don't remember anymore because like the remember what? Oh, remember. <laughs> single single christmas because like the christmas before that was covid so like oh wait no, no, no. yeah no, no covid was just starting yeah this is before that 
I was about to, I was coming back from college. I think I was like, I don't remember. I was like sophomore or something. I was about to come from a different country. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I haven't had a normal Christmas in a really long time. I now I'm in a relationship. Last year I was in a relationship. I celebrated Christmas like that. Like girlfriend shit. You feel me? You're a single dude. Take me through. What's, what's Patrick doing for the holidays? What are you concerned about? So this holidays, it's actually, actually kind of like wild, not wild, but just kind of random. I'm actually this week after I leave back to go home, uh-huh. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the shelter every day and I think I'm going to get a dog. And so over the break, like when I have a lot of time, yeah, I'm going to just stay home with a dog. And if, if I, if it's a puppy, I'm going to train my dog, spend a lot of time with him over the break, not worry about school. And then once January hits, hopefully he can stay home by himself. And Patrick, you're yeah. getting a dog? I'm going to get a dog, yeah. I'm going to get a dog. And um, But besides just me getting the dog and staying home with my dog, I'm going to come home, obviously, and see my parents, see my family. That's where I find the that, – that's where I'm most happy is nowadays, like when I come back home and see my family. That's so like, nice. That's so wholesome. Ever since I moved out, though, it's like – I mean, I, I don't think – I love my parents and I love everyone here. I don't think I would change anything though. I think I would still have my apartment because yeah. I love my own space, but I am, I am a lot, a lot, not a lot happier, but I am happier when I'm here. I love, I love being here. I want so. everyone who's listening. That's a single man's Christmas. He's going to go <laughs> imagine he's going to, he's going to go buy himself a dog, right? Just come back chill. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds and then spend 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 some um Christmas some Christmas money on my parents, my brother, all that. So that's and see my friends. I'm gonna see you over Christmas. Facts, facts. facts. Are you gonna be here during Christmas or are you gonna be back in Ohio? I'm gonna oh I'll probably oh I I have choices. I I probably don't wanna be in Ohio for Christmas. I'll probably either wanna be in the DMV or in Atlanta for Mm. Christmas. I feel that. But I'm gonna see you over the break either way. So but what about you? So as far as uh, because I like you said, like yeah. we both, we both done both. We've had single Christmases. Yeah. We've had taking Christmases. So uh, how's the, um, what's it, what's it looking the, like? The, the, man, looking like? the itinerary is crazy. I got to travel to, to make ends meet. Like I got to go see my family for Thanksgiving. Of course, after Thanksgiving, I'm going to come back down here. Then I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to see my cousins, which will be nice. And then Jada yeah. comes in a little bit after me. She lives a little bit before I do. And then, then as soon as that's done, I go, I come back here and it's her freaking birthday. It's her birthday. Oh, she's good. she's good for her birthday? No, she's coming. Well, no, she doesn't want it to be her birthday trip. Oh. You know, like, <laughs> women, <laughs> it's different. I was talking with my homeboys, like, as a man, you want to group everything together. So, like... If a girl's birthday is in March and thing and Valentine's Day is on the 14th of February and your anniversary is somewhere in there, men will literally take one day and literally happy <laughs> Valentine's Day anniversary and birthday all in one. <laughs> For women though, they see it as like everything's fucking different. Yeah. Like, like, no, 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 no. We're doing this for Valentine's Day. And then the anniversary is this. And then for my birthday, I want to, and we're and dude, men are like, what? Dude, because it literally could be, their girl's birthday could be February 13th. Patrick. And you would do something for her birthday. February yeah. 14th, you got to get her a gift for Valentine's Day. Yep. And if your anniversary is February 15th, best believe y'all are doing something for the anniversary too. Because that's how it works. That's just how it works. If you want to stay in a relationship. It's all separate. 
I was talking to one of my friends. I'm not going to say his name. He's going to laugh when he hears this. But we were talking about a girl had a similar situation, right? Everything was happening, right? In near days. And he grouped it all together. I asked him, I said, are you still with that girl? He said, no. I was like, well, that's why. That's why. Because... <laughs> Because Patrick, if for men, we all know men growing up, if you had my sister's birthday is January 4th, yes. Christmas is December 25th, New Year's is January 1st. You know what my family did. Oh, yeah. When Christmas came around, it was really just, do you want the gifts now or on your birthday? That's that's what it's going to be. <laughs> you hey, bro, my, that's crazy that you say that because my dad also, his birthday is the 26th. December 26th. Oh, yeah. So hey, come on. You're grouping it from, but let your mom's birthday be on the 26th. Oh. Nobody better even utter a word about her birthday the day before on Christmas Day. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Pat? Like, like it's it's just so I we're, imagine we're gonna be there from the second to the seventh. And yeah. then her birthday the next day. I gotta go back and celebrate a birthday. Right? Then Christmas 25th, go back, celebrate Christmas. That's New crazy. Anniversary is the day before Christmas, 24th. You see what I'm saying, Pat? <laughs> it's a man. lot. But it's what you sign up for, man. It's like it's what you it's what you sign up for. Yes, it's it's part it's part of the relationship. I haven't actually I, I really can't say that I'm like thinking about like, oh man, like I really wish I had like a relationship right now. Cause I know a lot of people get like real sapping like during Christmas and like Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, everyone's booed up. I don't even know how people were getting like that, bro. Like, yeah, whole, like I'm gonna I, be sad because I don't have somebody for Christmas. A holiday, like a holiday is gonna make you want to do that. Like yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Like, yeah, I just don't know about that one. What's your what's your pet peeve during the holidays though? Um my pet peeve during the holidays, which is kind of broad, is that something like, for some reason, people think that like the world like has changed. Like me and Caleb, me, Caleb and Jalen were talking about that shit. Like we were talking about like, bro, like when you think about it, bro, Thanksgiving is just dinner. Like it's just dinner. Like we're literally just eating dinner. Like, I mean, obviously like the, the, the meaning behind Thanksgiving is so much more than just food but it, it damn near has racial connotations also weird you know, like the only but, people on twitter talking about thanksgiving is black people and then when we yeah. talk about white people <laughs> we talk about how their thanksgiving is doo-doo you know what i mean so it's like and it's like it's not even like that like i know there's white people out there that really be chefing and i know yeah. there's black people out here that really <laughs> don't be chefing thanksgiving bro it's just it's just so normal yeah and, but but christmas is kind of cool though i will say it's my favorite holiday. Hands down, that's my favorite holiday for sure. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would agree too. I we just think, in, yeah. No, that's what I, just, I just think we should treat it all the same as the same days. Yeah. That's, it, that's it's funny. The level of importance people be having on like a Thanksgiving dinner. Like when you're <laughs> young, like, can you imagine? You remember when you were young, bro? Like it was dress up. Like, come on, oh. sit down on time. Like, bro. And it's just like, no, this is just dinner, just a lot of extra. We're just making a lot extra food <laughs> to eat it. And now we got to eat it for the rest of the week. You feel me? Bro, like my, now. My what? beef with Thanksgiving is now that I'm older. And I think our generation is going to change this. Yeah. Why are we still eating turkey? And I knew you were going to say that. Like, yes. bro, I, like I hate because I've had to go to people's houses the past two Thanksgivings. 
And my I, one thing my parents did, bro, we're African. So this is not even our holiday. So my yeah. dad would book reservations at restaurants. We eat new shit. Like we would cook it at home just because like if people came over, you know, you would come over. We had the food there. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that makes sense. On Thanksgiving Day, yeah, we went and ate some actual like exotica, like on some good, like yum. This is new food. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to people's <laughs> houses and it's that same overcooked turkey that's dried to the bone with the ham and the juice and they never cleared <laughs> out the ham juice and it's all just soaking in ham juice. Nigga, and bro, the like... mac and cheese, bro. The mac and cheese be <sighs> grainy and they got the <laughs> collard greens, bro. And you can tell they literally just took some of the turkey and just threw it in there. And I'm just like, bro, why are we oh, still shit. forcing ourselves to eat this mediocre ass food? Like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. No. If you ask, when you ask people what their favorite brands of food are, people say Italian, Asian, right? Oh, I like Indian food. No one says, oh my God, I love Thanksgiving food. Like, <laughs> never. <laughs> then it's like, it's like, bro, like, I think mm. it's like we, 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 we think this food is so like you said like we, we for some reason we're conditioned to think this food is <laughs> it's like, good <laughs> like godly god tier food but as soon as thanksgiving is done we don't bro. mention it again we never like no one's in february thinking about bro i can't wait to smash on that thanksgiving on dinner. that mashed potato on that mashed potatoes make mashed potatoes whenever like you can you eat know mashed I mean? potatoes on a wednesday in july like, bruh, and we, but we be treating it like this is special food, bro. Like, dude, and, and then, and then, you know what makes it worse? What do we eat for Christmas? The same thing. The same thing. The same thing. Same. And I've been eating Thanksgiving food until December 15th <laughs> and then ran out. My mom goes and buys more and we eat Thanksgiving food from December 24th to, to start the new year. Dude, like it's, and it's, it's not even exaggeration. Like literally, <laughs> like we're literally making the exact, like last year I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm sorry, but I'm really not down for this turkey, like <laughs> stereotype. Like, can we just like, like throw the turkey away altogether and like make something else? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. I was like, let's, let's just fry chicken. That's perfect. No, fry chicken. And, and, and you know what? I'm glad you said that it should be, what does everyone feel like eating this Thursday? That's what it should be. Yes. Because we might feel like eating lasagna on a Thursday. No, and I put, I put this on everything. If my mom made lasagna for Thanksgiving, I would be yeah. ecstatic. I would be, I would be ecstatic. Imagine, and imagine, and I think with Thanksgiving, it's even cooler because we can eat our average, an average dinner, right? But we can like, because it's Thanksgiving, a special occasion, we can buy like apple cider or some champagne or like do it up with some extra garlic bread. Like we can do it up. We can just yeah. do the meal up to be like, really deluxe bro like but the fact that i'm still eating box mac and cheese on the 20 that dry ass turkey like bro. that like i don't know who thought that like who made that <laughs> shit like make it seem good like i don't know who made us know. eat this turkey i don't know and it, it's just it's just gotta stop now and then but are do you do black friday shopping um i used to heavy but yeah. i don't know if i'll be able to do it this year i might we're thinking about getting a switch for the house so a switch like a nintendo switch oh a nintendo switch okay that's what's up so That'd be we nice. might do that get a good deal on it 
I'm excited to go. I haven't been Black Friday shopping because like we didn't have it last year. Yeah. And so, and then we had it the year before that. Um, I'm excited. I'm about to go Black Friday shopping. Oh, this is this your first time? No, no, no. I used to go a lot. I used to always go, but I'm I'm the lazy Black Friday shopper though. I'm Mister. I show up at the mall at six p.m. They already took yeah. everything. Yeah, because I, I I that's one thing I don't understand, bro. That whole I just ate two pounds of food and now I'm waking up at five in the morning. To five go in the morning. morning. Yeah, it's stupid. I think, and and also another thing too, like. I've actually Black Friday shop like, like early in the morning before, and I will say, they're they're really just regular as like I don't bro, know I, like I, I maybe I maybe I'm missing <laughs> the places where people be going, but like the deals don't be there, bro. It'd be, like, it'd be the same twenty percent Macy's deal they've had the whole time. <laughs> I was talking to somebody. I was at the mall yesterday, and they said I was like, okay. I was at PAX. I bought something from PacSign. It's buy one, get one 50% off the whole store. I was like, what are you guys doing for Black Friday? They said, oh, buy one, get one. For... I'm like, that's the same. That's the same as that shit that's going on. <laughs> it's like, bro, the whole mall, I was at the mall. The whole mall had deals already. Yes. So it's like, I don't even, I don't get it. Like, I, per- I truly personally don't get it. You know what they do, or I think they do, and I'm pretty sure i'm not far off i think people think that this shit is so cool but i think with certain items because people know retail the other price like retail price or the other prices mm. i think people will take certain things they'll mark them up and then they'll mark them down extremely low to the point that they were originally at and niggas are like bro this is 50 dollars off oh my gosh when yeah. really you got it for the exact same price that it was before when you before you were paying attention and now you're paying attention and you think you got this shit. Yeah, you, thought, you think you got a deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, yeah, it's Black Friday shop is ridiculous. I'm just glad. At least those school, you know what's crazy? We got finals in December. Yeah, see, like, no one's worried yeah. about, like, at least us. We're not really, like, ecstatic about Black Friday when we know we got to go back to school on fucking Monday. Yeah, bro. Are you guys in person or are you guys doing a remote? My school said go home and don't come back. Oh, really? Yeah, so like everyone left this Friday. So now oh, every all the finals are remote. And man, yeah. No lockdown? Oh no. <laughs> no, I wish. Oh not nah, the, the finals that matter, those professors are gonna be having a lockdown. But we gotta talk about lockdown well, browser. Lockdown browser don't be holding people. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, at least I, I don't know about, but I never I never go on lockdown browser disclaimer. I never <laughs> I, never, I never use Safari during lockdown browser. I always stay on my test. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Yep. Me too. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. I, like you said, lockdown browser just don't be clamping certain. It people. don't. Like, it don't. I know certain people way too well that really begin for. Trust me, I know them. I know their body. Bro, like lockdown browser, bro. <laughs> Put your face in the camera for two seconds. Record a <laughs> Patrick. I have a friend, not me. Yeah. Who be on lockdown browser, clicks through everything, and then this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my whole thing be with lockdown browser though? I'll be mm-hmm. wanting to know because they be saying it's recorded. So yeah. I always just be thinking, if my professor goes back, if my friend's professor goes back and watches yeah. the, the thing and sees that the thing was <laughs> <laughs> that I took the, 
They, they took the test like that the whole time. He would be. Yeah. He, the pre- professor wouldn't want to do anything to your friend. Yeah. Because I know saying, I, I have a friend. Waited. Yeah. What'd you say? You have a friend that what? Oh, no. I was just saying I have a friend that's, that, that did that one time the whole test. That just, yeah. Literally, you feel me pushing? <laughs> as soon as the back. facial recognition hits, literally is this. <laughs> no. uh, my 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 thing is i remember it, i'm I'm part of our student government so we had a meeting yeah. and they brought someone in for academic integrity and they were talking about all the ways they were like man they have like contact lenses that people are cheating with now and i was like when did cheating ever get that hard who's you like what? <laughs> like who's cheating that hard <laughs> Contact lenses. I was like, like, bro, the way things be remote these days, bro. Come on, bro. Just, I mean, just click. If if you're trying to cheat that bad, just click out. Go to Safari. Type that shit. Especially lockdown browser without the cam. Mm. Oh my. Oh oh my God. Lockdown browser without the camera. Is that even a test? No, it's not. That's not a test. That's an open note quiz, bro. Yeah. I've never. I've I've never had one, but. The if, best, if I the did. best, yeah, no. I, <laughs> the best thing I ever saw a teacher do was um, they did Zoom. They said Zoom camera on test. Now that's different. Oh, dang. So now we're in a room like this, right? She has all the kids on. And imagine, I think someone once got in trouble. They tried to text in the chat of the damn Zoom. <laughs> Tell about some yo kevin what's number one like wait so <laughs> can the teachers see what other people are saying to each other so the the whole concept it's supposed to be a private chat like you can communicate privately but someone sent it in the public okay yeah that's stupid now i don't know if the teacher can see i don't know if the creator of a zoom um can see a private chat that's a good yeah, i wish we had someone else in here so we could see if that works yeah yeah that's a good question i don't know is bro? I want to. I want to see what Jam- good bro. Me and Jamarcus had the, the craziest um, the craziest argument yesterday. About what? You guys Jamarcus, remember when I was telling you that Jamarcus thought that Drake was the greatest musician of all time? Did I ever tell you that? What, what's going on? Yeah, I think you did, and that's come on, bro. That's just no, crazy. and that's and that's crazy as hell. And I told him, and I was like, Jamarcus, like Drake, like Drake is one of my. I don't know if you saw my Apple replay, but I was so embarrassed, bro. Drake, no, no, I played Drake. Drake 156 hours, bro. Oh my, okay, Patrick, how much music? 156. I don't know how that happened. I think it was old Drake, but man, it was like, tough. Some people like their number one was like 20 hours. I know, mine was 156 for Drake, bro. Jesus Christ. Yes, bro. I listened to a lot of Drake. You might but... listen to him more than he listens to himself. <laughs> so... <laughs> Out of out of the, this last year, I probably did, which I don't know how that happened, but mm-hmm. it happened. It's it is what it is. But anyway, we were talking about that, and I was like, "Bro, like Drake, that he's great. Like he's one of the greatest rappers ever for sure. But as far as like the greatest musicians, bro, might not even clear top one hundred. Like if we're being one hundred percent honest, because like Demarcus doesn't understand. Like I was talking to him about." Like people like Stevie Wonder, and I was telling him, "Oh like, yeah, dude, come on, bro. That's not." And people think like they're gonna give him a handicap because he. You, wait, what were you about to say? Inter- I wouldn't entertain that conversation, like Stevie dude, Wonder, bro. Because I didn't even I didn't even get to finish my point. I was talking about how like I was talking about how he was blind, 
And then he was like, oh, so you're just going to say, you're just going to say that he's this because he's blind? And like, you didn't even let me finish. Not only is he blind, but he might be the best nigga to ever touch a fucking piano key, to ever live on earth. Blind. Like, and, and, uh, um, harmonica, harmonica, and a saxophone. That dude was it's like, look, bro, Drake, for what he is, bro, at surface level, Drake is arguably, he, he just, he's just great at something. Like, he's one of the greatest rappers, you know, he's one of the, da, da, da. but like, if when we're talking about the totality of music, considering how young hip hop is, considering how young hip-hop is and i'm gonna say that twice because yeah. it's like musically bro i'm sorry there's like there's musical goats so like there's like beethoven and Mozart. i was bro, like 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 when we're talking about actual music from as long as it's existed and been composed almost everything that these guys are doing is on the backs of guys who were the original composers of their times like you know, and hip hop is just so young that every generation, hip hop's so young that imagine every generation has a guy that's arguably considered the greatest of all time. That's yeah. how young hip hop is. Pop is not that young. Every time a guy that comes out and pop today, take Lil Nas X, right? They said the longest weeks on blah, 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 on the number one billboard or whatever. He's not yep. even considered for top 50, let alone top 100 in pop. And oh, not And guess what? He's probably broken every little streaming record that you could probably break. But Pop's just been along for so long. We're talking about Michael Jackson. Oh my God. We're right, it's just been around too long. It's like, it's like, it's like blues or jazz. It's like, like, for example, classical music. You could be the best classical oh pianist of today, and it's just existed for so long, bro, that we we could never put you in that conversation for some of those guys. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, with hip-hop being young, I see where Jamarcus is trying to take it to because it's such a young genre. Like, the your your historical references are LL Cool J and Backstreet Boys, whatever. But it's just so young. Like, every guy that's going to come out and rap is going to be considered... Dude, they, they were trying to tell me Baby. The young guys be trying to tell me Baby is one of the best. Daughter. I'm like... Yeah, no, people man. think, like, Baby's top 10. And it's like... But no, but I, me, personally, I do think... I think he is top 50, but top He's top 10? 50, but he's not top 10. At all. Yeah, y'all need to cut that yeah, shit out. Yeah, but, but see, hip-hop is so young, you can just start throwing guys in there. The Like, but when you start talking about music, where's Lil Baby on the musical all-time greats? Bro, we're the not even... Doesn't, he's not even not number 1,000 on the list, bro. <laughs> and I hate to be an asshole about it, but, like, that's how long actual music has existed. Elvis, Presley, the Beatles, and those guys Nigga. are still relatively new compared to this guy's way before even that. Patrick, come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's what I be trying to say. And it's like the only rapper that I could, well, I'm not going to say the only one, but Kanye is one of the few rappers that I could say is me personally, I do think he's a top 100 musician. And it's close. Like I would say, he's probably and, and that has down. to be because he's an actual musician. I think Thank Kanye. You. Kanye is probably the only rapper out of all the greatest rappers. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe add some other MCs, like maybe an Eric B or a Kim that understood music past like what it meant to hip hop. Like they understand music on almost every genre's level. So like historically, they are just great musicians. Like if Kanye never rapped, Patrick, he would still be great. Is what I'm trying to say. 
Do you know? See, that's I, great. But some of these guys, they're they're literally they're in a microcosm, bro, of rap. Like that's just where they exist. And like Drake has crossed into pop, and he's crossed into the other culture stuff. But like I could even get into how long those genres have existed. Drake is not the goat in Afrobeat, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, like you know what I'm saying? There's just yeah, don't even just, come on, bro. No, Drake, no, Drake, no. Yeah. We're gonna have to definitely get him on the pod. One of these days for sure. How's your school? Yeah. How's how's the semester wrapping up for you? Let's just let's just move on to the next topic, my man. Hey. The school shit's so dead, man. I, I Dude, swear on it. It's you know what sucks. I'm realizing about college. The first year, you're excited about college. And the window to drop out is in the first two years. Yeah. Because once you get into the third or fourth, college is such a scam. It's a scam that you have to just continue for the sake of life. Like, because if you drop out of your junior or senior year, you just look like a complete and utter idiot. You feel me? Yeah. Like, and, well, and, and by the time you're junior or senior, they know you have to stay down. So that, I know, like, otherwise, just finish that shit, nigga. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, bro, I, I you're talking to a guy that does not like formal. I don't like formal education at all. At all. I think it's reminiscent of almost jail in a sense, bro. Yes. And and like, but like I am smart enough to know every when they I hate when people be like, oh, so and so was a high school dropout or a college dropout. I'm like, so and so had a multi-billion dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> like you feel me? Like, I, and I, I'm not, this is not coming at anybody dropped out. Everyone drops out for different reasons. It could be money, whatever the hell the case may be. But for the person that's just like, fuck this school shit, that's great. Just make sure you have something. Oh God, like even like, like just make sure you have some, that's it, bro. Cause like, if you, if you're just like, oh bro, <laughs> fuck this school shit and that's it. Well, congrats. Wendy's pays, what is it? $11 an hour, Patrick? <laughs> like, you feel me? That... If Even a nigga like something. young, like a nigga like young boy, like mm -hmm. a nigga dropped out of a high school with an idea, and that idea worked out. Like yeah. you're not, you're not young boy, you're not Drake, and like these niggas went went past high school too. So like Drake and Kanye, they, they didn't drop out in high school. Drake was acting. Drake was acting before he even started rapping. Like he was in Hollywood. He was he would have had a successful career in Hollywood. I promise you. He would have for sure. Like Drake is that he was a pretty talented actor. And like, even for me, I feel like I'm not gonna lie. I have, I have business ideas that I feel like if I dropped out of college today, I think I would be straight. Same. I think I would end up being straight. You feel me? But I don't think it's something that I want to do. Exactly. Right. And it could be something I want to do. But like for me, college is just an add on to give me residual income to help boost that idea and meet the connections and that, that, that. So if you have, if you have the opportunity to go to college, I, I think you should take it and go. Right. And if you find out something better, you feel me while you're in it, go ahead. Yeah, drop out, bro. But like, I, I will say, I think our generation doesn't understand the ramifications like of people older than us. So like, bro, I know me and you grew up a lot around a lot of guys, bro, 25, 26 years old now, 27 years old now. And it's just like, if you ask them what they're doing, they're just chilling. Oh uh, man, I'm I'm trying. I'm, oh, I'm I got this going. I might, I might be able to. You know. Yeah, bro. And there's no really set opportunities for them because when you have to construct a resume, right? In your last education is high school education. 
and you're not in the entertainment industry or you don't have a resume that would complement the entertainment industry from like past things that you've done, it's so hard to break into anything. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, there's like a force field around shit, bro. And it's like, oh, did you get a bachelor's degree? You can get this level in. Did you get a master's degree? You can get this level in. Did you, do you have a doctor's? You can get this level in. Or do you have experience in this? Or are you an expert in this? And if you're not, one of those things is hard because it's like, for me, I feel like the main reason I go to college is I just don't want to be in mom and dad's crib when I graduate. That's just it, bro. Yeah. I just want to be able to say I can leave, move out on my own and just be me. And you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of dudes who's going to be 25, 26, 27, 28. And moms and dads. can't say that. Yeah. And I'm not going to say college is the only reason because it, but you, maybe you didn't go to college and you never came up with no idea outside of it. So now you're just my front, my front door neighbor, bro. He's like 34, five now. Like. Same with my next door neighbor. He's like 32 and he's working with his pops. Yeah. Even though that's something that you want to do, but like he's, he's still at the cribbo. 35 or 30 something. I couldn't. I just could not be here. I, if I was here at 24, I'd be like, what am I doing? What What do you think is the cutoff age to where it's like, all right, man, you need to move out of your parents' crib? Um, I think... <clears throat> if there was, because obviously guys are not. But if there I'm going to say <laughs> the real, real cutoff for, well, for me, that I'm like, man, like, that's tough. I That, that cutoff for me is like 25. Because I, I I could probably name a couple 24-year-olds that I know are pretty doing are doing pretty well still at their mom's house and they have a plan. But 25, I just think like, goodness gracious. It's definitely not anything because people are like, if you're not at your parents' house by 18 years old, then you need to okay. be ashamed. Yeah, now there, there's the people who move out prematurely and actually have no plan and they're just out of their parents' crib. But you know, I moved out at 22. So, I mean. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. I think the cutoff is, yeah, 26, man. Only because, yeah. like, and it might be 24, because, like, you got to think, people start getting married. Like, you don't want to have to have a girlfriend or a spouse, and you guys go on an illustrious date, and you left. <laughs> you got to be quiet coming back into the house. Because dad's, yo, dad's, dad's sleeping right now. <laughs> Shh. You have to have yeah, quiet sex. You have to have I'm quiet a... sex now. <laughs> Nigga go upstairs. To, I'm going to go see if my dad will let me turn on the TV in the living room. You know what? They talked about this on the breakfast club. When's the deadline to have roommates? What did like, you say? When's the deadline to live by yourself? Mm. Yeah, because they were talking about some, if, you, if you're if you 30 and you have a roommate, you have a boyfriend. De- depending <laughs> on the city, I will say. Depending um, on the city. And, and it's crazy, though. Drake, Drake. Drake lives with all his niggas. They all live in the same house. Yes, Patrick, I agree. But the context of Drake is billionaire. Like, well, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he we, we're saying live in the same house. There's a whole end. Like, there's decks <laughs> and ends. Like, you know when your house has a west end? His house yeah. has a west end. So Drake may not even see. You can live in the same house with Drake, and you may not see him. That's what he said, bro. yeah. This kitchen. He's like, you want to walk? We want to walk around naked in the kitchen without running into one of my niggas. That's not the way we live. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, mm-hmm. 
Where's the deadline for roommates? I'm curious to hear this one for you because I, I have one and y'all aren't going to like it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say people... I'm going to say for, for people in our situation that's in college and planning to get a job, I'm going to say 20... Around the same as your parents. 25, 26. Okay. It I might think. be that. I think for people in our situation, though. But I think of people that are try- that just moved out of their parents' house, I'd say like 28. Ooh. People that, people that aren't in college. People that just moved out of their parents' house at the cutoff, as our cutoff age, 25 and a half. Yeah. I think they can have roommates until they're 28. I'm not gonna lie, when I see a nigga that's 26 or 27 and talking about some, yeah, bro, my roommate, I'm just like, nigga, what are you? Are you a <laughs> freshman in college, bro? <laughs> Fuck. It like, also does, it also does rely on the fact of how much, like, how much play you're actually getting. Like, how yeah, much, how much, like, how I don't want to be, your- bro, if you're 26, either you've met your wife, right? Or you're trying to. So it's like, great day with a girl. You go back and you come back to your crib and your roommate is playing video games in the living room, <laughs> yelling at the TV, playing Call of Duty. <laughs> like, you're 26 years old. Bro. Yeah, no, for me, my cutoff, I think I'm going to not have roommates by the time I'm 24, I think. I already don't have roommates. Could I, I think I could have a roommate. Actually, no, I don't think I'll ever live with anybody ever again. I'm not going to lie. Well, but like... I will unless, say like, unless it's that city type of deal. So like if we're downtown in Atlanta, I won't mind getting a yeah, like a year and a half lease with a roommate. That's cool. Cause or you would like or down there. I think my portion is the same amount as your rent. Exactly. So exactly. So because it's more expensive, like in the city. So like or if we're in downtown like New York, fuck, fuck it. I'll get a roommate, bro. But like, yeah. Yeah. Also. I, I can speak as someone now who's lived by themselves for a minute. It's different. It's a different vibe. Totally yeah. Different. It's a totally different vibe, bro. I feel that. It's like you don't you have nothing to worry about. And your space is as clean as you keep it. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I think me, me and my roommates, we keep our space clean. And I know like oh well, we we have like I'll do I'll leave stuff out that they probably fin- just finished cleaning and they'll leave stuff out that I like I just finished cleaning but it's like with three roommates you gotta clean every single day like that's yeah because it's just too many of us doing stuff mm-hmm. and the apartment's not big enough for all of us to just be doing something and leaving it you know but we keep yeah. it we keep it pretty clean yeah but like for me it's like when you begin to live by yourself it's a psychological change too so you're naturally more at guard just because it's like you live by yourself. So something happens, you don't have three homies with you now. Yeah. It's just you, bro. Like it used to be, I live with, I used to live with girls. So that was a whole nother set of predicaments. But then I used to live with men. So it was like, you come in here, you're getting beat the hell up. Yeah. And now it's like, it's just me. So now I'm more weary of like telling people where I live now. Cause like at first I was like, yeah, I live here. But then I had to realize, oh dude, you live by yourself. Like if someone can really plot and like rob you. Yeah, just come and just yeah. mark you like right in your crib literally bro and then it's like after that all the like yes you know you actually end up worrying more because everything's on you so it's like yeah you to turn this if you forget to turn something off you will burn your whole entire crib down yeah and it's, and it's your you. crib and there's no one there like oh to help you i used to always um 
I used to burn shit when I lived with people. Like food. I can't yeah. do that now. I can't do that now. Like no one's gonna yeah. go turn the shit off for you. You can't forget you put something on the stove, bro. Like it's just different. Cause it'll burn your head. The one one habit that I've had since I moved out, it's a really bad one. So like the way that my keys work, like I'll turn the lock and then I'll unlock it. But like to get them out is a hassle. And sometimes so you, I'll have you, to- you, yeah, you leave them out on the, the door. Yes, you Me do too. that too. Yeah, I do, dude, when I first moved here, that I did it, I think like every day for the first couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. Okay, bro, I'm so glad I'm not the only one because every time Jalen and Caleb come in, they're like, bro. You're going to get us killed. Like, You're going to get us killed. You know what I mean? Like my keys are literally just sitting on the fucking- Yeah, especially when you're carrying stuff. Yes. That's when it happened to me the most. I come in because I'm so imagine I had roommates. We left the door open like, yeah, you're not worried about that because at the end of the day, it's three, four, five people you're with, bro. Yeah. You don't have roommates, man. Like you're leaving the keys in the door. Like for you, at least someone's there to get it. I've had people knock on my door and say, dude, your keys are out here. Those people could have took the keys. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It sucks for me though. I I have my keys in my wallet on the same same chain because oh. I'm so forgetful. Oh yeah, oh. everything is gone. My car, my yeah. my wallet, everything on my car, my identity, money. man. That's so crazy.